there, partner. There he is. Jimmy Riley. What up? Oh, fresh cut. Love it. Low key, low key. It's just, uh, I don't think so, man. I'm not fucking with it. No? I cl- So I'm at work. I need the fresh cut. Weekend's coming, whatever it was, maybe a week ago, something like that. I'm like, all right, let me get a quick one at work. Yada, yada. First things first. If you're a barber, you don't take Apple Pay. You don't take credit card. You don't take debit card. Well, you're going to make me. Do you know why? Why? Because they want everything off the books. They want cash only. They want. They want so do I, guy. But that's not how the world. The world. <laughs> like, what are Fair. we talking about? I wish you would have said that from the jump. I don't want to have to pay this ATM fee. Oh. You got hustles on hustles. I felt like I was in a strip club. Damn. So they got you. They got you. Got you. Can I get? Can I get change here? Are you going to tax me twenty percent if I get some get some change from you? What's going on? And then I clearly showed him a high bald fade. He gives me like a classic taper. I say four on the top. He shows it to me. It's just not even, Jim. It's just he could have took five extra seconds to just really get in there because my hair goes in different directions. I'm, I'm the same way. I I think like the second or third episode of this podcast, I had a meltdown about my haircut. It was the worst. I had to go back in. It was like the first time I'd ever done it where it was like I walked out, now, looked in the mirror, and I was like, I can't do this. I look like shit. Yeah, and like the good haircuts couldn't do myself. Haircuts like this could have done myself. Right. I could have done better. It would have been all zero and then top. And that's pretty much what I'm looking for. Maybe do your little artistry to blend it a little bit. Exactly. But I don't need the whole kid and caboodle. Right. And it's, it's a fade, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. I, I can't tell from here that there's uh, anything wrong with it. But I feel like there's nothing worse than getting a haircut and just not being satisfied with it because it should be, like, the best feeling in the world. You should have unlimited confidence walking out of a barbershop. All right. And you're definitely going to go. And obviously, I did it at lunch. So I go back to work. I'm getting comments about it. Oh, no. Like, they're, they're compliments. <laughs> they're that. compliments. Right, right, right. But still. But I'm like, nah. I'm like, like I don't you know, know, man. Exactly. Um, like they're like, no, I can't even see what you're talking about. I think it looks good. Have you ever been there before? Was it a first time at this? Just first time, just closest thing to work, you know, one yeah. of those situations. First time and last time. Um, That's the lesson. Just, I think rookie moves by me all along. First and foremost, have cash ready when you go to the barber. They yeah. want cash. You should know to pay in cash, whatever. But I mean, I'm at work. I didn't hit the ATM, whatever. Secondly, Find a barber and go to your barber. I mean, that's the one. What am I? Do- what am I doing, Jim? I'm just. I'm still hey, in yeah. there. I was literally. I wrote down like I don't know what to do about a haircut. I'm I'm struggling right now. I look like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need help. Yeah, come home, Jim. Just come home. Right. I don't it's know time. if I should shave it or if I grow it out. I was thinking about getting a perm, doing an afro. I think that would be hilarious. Just like it's so crazy. One day showing up with an afro. No, that's all. <laughs> Just having yeah. normal hair and then one day being like, because I'm trying to think like when I think of Jimmy Riley, do I think of the mullet or do mm. I think of the bald head? Like at this point with the shaved head, like that's kind of a right. Like with like in your jujitsu like outfit with the bald head, that's kind of the listeners know. 
It has been. I mean, the the bald head is the way to go. It's just so much easier than everything else, too. You wake up out of bed and you just go. It's like it's it. There's nothing oh. better. But the mullet is a statement. The problem with the mullet now is everyone's doing it. So now I'm like, is it? And I, ironically, you need a beanie for both. Either way, you're going to need a beanie. Truth, true, true. Justin Rafani status, <laughs> beanie and glasses. Uh, I'll bring that up as much as possible. <laughs> fight for uh, Daniel any day, bro. I'll fight for Daniel any day. I found that video on Facebook and it gotten removed. So it has like all the comments and it's no longer available. Just such a shame. Classic. Um, ledge. Ledge. Both of them. Ledges. Uh, and with da- David Gutierrez, Austin Hatfield. I mean, that's that's just a quad right there. Um, Absolutely. No, I love it though. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what to do about my hair. I'm like you said, mullet and shaved. I thought about doing maybe a rat tail would be fun. Well, have you thought about mohawk? It's too. The problem with the mohawk too early in the too early in the jujitsu career. That's exactly exactly. <laughs> if I wasn't doing jujitsu, it could be like I could think about it, but like people just think <laughs> you're trying to make a statement, and I'm like, nah, like I'm really not. Um, but I mean, I can see that, and I think it's actually an underrated look. That's actually what I want to start to tell my barbers because no one ever believes me how high I want it. I kind of like it like high and tight, right? Like, like military, like just like just hair on the top of your head and nowhere else. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I almost want to bring it even more in. So think That's what, wide mohawk. Have you seen like Chuck, Chuck Liddell? Liddell? Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. I mean, Jay Hutch used but, to do that on accident his dad would just give him a military cut he would go high and tight like to the fucking brim (laughs) and jack would hate it but it was sick i love that cut it looks good yeah Yeah. it's a great cut simple but timeless you know Mm -hmm. um when you think of ben what haircut do you think of ben Ben len ben ben no your brother ben landers mid mid fro i think i think of the full just the full kit and caboodle. Yeah, the curls. Exactly. I had a uh, Matt the same period as him. I forget which which year it was, but it was the year he had the big fro. So I'd always use the bathroom. We'd always be walking together, and he would just be like, Toof, out there, the sickest. I, I can't believe he yeah, kept yeah. it for that long. Wait, he had it in high school? I think so. I think it might have been like sophomore year. I don't think it was like the full full, but he definitely had it like out. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I don't have too many memories with Ben at school. He was he was Meg's grade. Yeah, yeah. So what? He would have been eighth grade when you were in sixth. Okay. Yeah, two cool senior when I was a sophomore. Though. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. But those classes don't really meet up. I feel like one over under. You get the you get the mix, whether it be PE or shit like that. Um. Yeah, but what what else you been up to? How's how's work been? Still wheeling and dealing. Uh, work's been cool. Uh oh, got a little cutout. Can you hear me? Oh no, did I lose you? I can. Oh shit. Okay, I'm uh, here. Oh, I heard I heard you. Okay, my bad. There you are. After work's been cool. I heard that. <clears throat> Work's been cool. Hit quota again. Chilling. My manager's low-key a fucking little hater. He's like, oh, well, you teach me how to sell. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. Like, you know, he, he's like, hey, man. 
he's like, no, he's low-key a hater. He's just like, oh, okay, like, whatever. He's cruising now, yada, yada. Or, like, hit me with some, like, like, <laughs> like some holes where the guy's like, yeah, I've been working here this whole time. So, you know, if you find something, don't you think I should get the reward, yada, yada? Oh, like, he comes God. over to me, he's like, yeah, you know. He's like, he's like, if the devs, like what I was before this, like if the devs have any like fire passes for you, like send them my way, bro. Like, and I'm like, eat yeah. my dick. Oh no, yeah. What the no. fuck? <laughs> That's some bullshit. That's the guy above you. Yeah. Oh my God. That's my manager. Yeah. That's so whack. Um, that's exactly like holes though. Yeah. Fine. You find that yeah. you give it to me. Um, He's like halfway miming, but like not really at all. Like he's like tripping, and then it's just like whatever, bro. But damn, good times down here in San Diego. Yeah, um, coming home. Oh yeah, what? on March March second. Ooh, John Jones card weekend. I'm house sitting Matt Toscano's. You should come over and watch the me. cards. <sighs> no, boom. What day is that? Uh, I think it's March fourth. Yeah, it's Saturday the fourth. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, the goat he's coming back, John Jones and Josh Landers, same weekend. Who would have thought? Um, who's 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 what's it called? Who's John Jones fighting? Cyril Gone. He's a big fucking Frenchman who moves moves like a cat for a heavyweight. He's uh got the best Love footwork, it. yeah. But uh, John Jones. It's like 255 pounds now, I think, walking around at. So, super sick. Not going to have to cut any weight. Oh, wow. That's always a dangerous recipe. Having guys in their natural form, fitted right. form, peak, peak, whatever, just in a vacuum. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and it's like like other guy weighs in about 265. So, it's like he's not going to get that much heavier than 255. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a fucking good card. I think, uh, Valentina Shevchenko, the woman's goat is on that card as well. So, um, you know, you mean Amanda Nunes? Nah, nah. I think if they is fought, this a joke or is this what nah, No, say? Amanda, no, Amanda is people do say Valentina the way hey, she, Amanda. well, Amanda's <laughs> beat Valentina, but, uh, they're at different weights. Let me get let me get a little Amanda Nunes impersonation. We got we going. <laughs> I, I, nah. I can't. All all the only Brazilian thing you can I can say is Bale. I, I went to I went to Bale. <laughs> it is She's crazy. She's the best, dude. I love her. The way she knocks people out is like. I hate to say like a man because you're not supposed to say that nowadays, but she literally flatlines people and puts them into a new dimension. Um, read read my mind and also the way she takes punches too. Like, I don't know if this is maybe just my male perception of things or when I watch women fight, sometimes when they get hit real bad, it's just over. Yeah. Like, remember like Ronda Rousey and <sighs> shit like that or like, yeah. like the level of like toughness like sometimes I just felt like it was when it was over, it was over quick. Like they get hit with something and that's all she wrote, you know? Yeah. I also feel Maybe like there's sexist. no, that's no, I feel like you're pretty spot on with that. And I also feel like there's like a, but not Nunez. No, there's like a bigger gap. She was one of those like different, you know? <clears throat> exactly. There's like a bigger gap between the women in MMA. So it's like the ones that are getting knocked out are like st- I, or it used to be like that with Ronda, at least. Like, she knew one right. thing, and then she saw Nunez, who was just like, 
I can grapple too. And it's just like, boom, just knocking her. You right. have a coach yelling head movement and she's <laughs> just eating up. He went forearm movement. Literally, uh, Frankenstein. Frankenstein-esque. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, it's Let me be, ask you this, Jim. Yeah. What do you think about the sweet science? Little box thing. Little what? What are your general thoughts? Boxing, the sweet science. Um, in comparison to MMA, I mean, like you see the the beauty in it. Yeah, no, I, like I definitely kind of like boxing. I catch myself watching Top Rank on ESPN all the time. It's not something I seek out as much though, just because it's not as like right. I don't know. It's uh, MMA is, exactly MMA is just more about life and death. Like you could see on the street, like everyone gets MMA. Like. You go on the ground, you see a guy getting dominated, like he's winning the fight. Like, but in boxing, a guy could be winning a fight and you not think that more so. Like, sometimes Floyd fights, he just outpoints guys, but like a guy will clip him once or twice. You're like, ooh, like is he winning the fight now? But it's like I don't know. Um, but I both, I think both of them need a overhaul in the scoring system. I think that's a very dated uh, system, especially yeah. Like, um, yeah, because MMA the goes, overall fight, huh? Exactly, yeah, and it's like I don't know. There was a big fight. Uh, what was it? Two weekends ago, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Islam Makhachev. I don't know if you ended up watching it, but uh, the I saw the very end. Right, so the very end of the fight, Alexander Volkanovsky is on top of him, beating the shit out of him, going to the body and just letting him have it. And to end the fight. He's on top, and that's the end of end of it. And and old school, which was another organization called Pride, uh, they weighed yeah. the lat the latter rounds more heavy for that reason. So it was like a real fight. So it was like if you ended the fight on top in the end, the judges saw that as way more in value than just ending the first round on top. And so it just sparked that discussion again in MMA. Like, is that scoring better? Should it be that or like? I don't know. Can you win every round and win the, or just like win three out of the five rounds, win the fight, which kind right. of sucks. Um, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of, it's kind of tough. I see it both ways for sure. And so like, do you think we've had this debate, like just growing up or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'd love to talk, talk it through on the pod here. Right. So how many years of training would you need to become the women's world champion? That's so tough, uh, especially now that I train just a little bit. I, I kind of have, like, an inkling of, because, like, I'll, I'll get tapped by girls all the time. And it's, like, obviously, if I could throw bows, like, in some of those situations, it's, like, it's not, it's not <laughs> it's happening. Different. Like, I yeah, exactly. But at, at the same time, there's spots where it's, like, I, that's not even an availability. Like, I'm getting calf sliced and like they're on my back to where I can't reach and like shit like that. So I would say confidently, um, that's so tough Four or five years of like really dedicating it because obviously you have the puncher's chance. It's just the grappling. If they get a hold of you, you always have the chance. Exactly. But I mean to maybe really, you know, go in there toe to toe. Right, and be confident about it. That's what I mean. In your guard, yeah, you know, switching to half guard, maybe a little side control, north-south. Right, and I think at like five years, you're probably 
a purple belt if you're really committed to it. Maybe a brown belt if you're like three, four times a day or three times a day just getting your fucking reps in. But uh, and I feel like at purple belt you kind of see all the things coming. You're obviously not as crisp as a black belt or something like that, but you can at least see shit coming and defend uh, competently. But uh, I heard that's where it gets at like the higher levels is about like seeing the move before the move. Like that's crazy. what it's all about. Or see- yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I hate when people like break it down this way, but it's like, I think it's white belt is like learn how to survive. Blue belt is like learn how to like not get tapped. Purple belt is like learning actual submitting people. Brown belt is like the finer details of that. And then black belt is like just crisping it all together pretty much. Um, yeah. It's like, obviously, you're trying to do that the whole time through, but it just kind of ends up being that way. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's dude, you got to get into jujitsu. How are your uh, resolutions going? Uh, they're going okay, but I hurt my back recently playing basketball, this same back injury that I was dealing with. Damn. But I got to say, the recovery this time has been much speedier. It, I was nervous. I was nervous for a sec there. But yeah. I think I'm going to make a full recovery here. And uh, we're going to get in that jiu-jitsu. So then when I come home, I can fucking flying triangle. Ah! <laughs> Have you seen that flying triangle going around right now? There's <laughs> this guy. No. Oh, he set up this. Uh, it's like Jamie. in the guy's guard. He like lifts him up with his feet on his hips. I'm trying to show you with my feet right now. And I'm an idiot. I'm just now realizing you can't see my feet. He like, uh, posts <laughs> his feet on the guy's hips and then he like pushes up and turns, but like, it would never happen. The guy would have to be like, wait, like Superman, like asking for it to happen. Still sick though. Um, what did you, I meant to ask, how are you helping your backs? I fucked mine up and let me tell you, hamstring stretching pretty much took it back to a hundred percent. It's crazy. Word. Yeah. I need it. I've been too scared to even really stretch and that might be an issue, but mm. just really resting, just really resting. And sometimes I lay out on the ground to find a position that's comfortable. Stick with it a little or bit like that. Yeah. Just on the hardwood or the carpet. Yeah. Mm. But just mainly just trying to rest work was kind of like killer. Like that first day back, I was like, Oh God, I'm in trouble. Like right, sitting in a seat. Sit- and standing wasn't great either so it was just like oh it's ugly but i'm working my way back to strength i want to actually like look into a body worker have you ever heard of this a bot like someone who stretches you out like it's yeah it's like someone who stretches you out but they like kind of like develop an understanding of your body like where you're tight Mm. where you're not tight kind of like diagnose like where the root of some of like the problems are and shit like that Right, and that then, sounds kind of cool. Know, Shit. You know, because I know I'm, like, trying to, like, be, like, a detective with my own body and trying to figure out, like, where this is. And I I don't know. The back has so many things connected to it. I'm trying to, like, yeah, I'm trying like to figure it out. The tough, like, because there could be a it's million like different things. That's what like mine started sort of, on my right and then ended up, like, going to my left. So, like, had no yeah. clue what to do. Um, but that sounds sick. I feels like that's uh, something very San Diego. You know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sure acupuncture does the trick. I heard too. Really? Have you tried it? I'm gonna ever? look into it. No, I'm gonna look into it. But like this one guy swears by it for like sciatica, so things like that. But I think it's good for like you know like muscle strains as well. 
Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Um, I'd just be too fucking scared to do it. Do they put like a fucking net on the side of the bed? What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Putting pins in me? Get out yeah. Here. You know what? You know what's hilarious? I went to go see my mom. It was my mom's birthday on last Thursday. So happy birthday to Stephanie. Happy birthday, when, Steffers. Went to went to go see her in Ventura. Mm-hmm. Lovely new home. Congrats to my mom for nice. becoming a, oh, yeah. a homeowner. I, I heard you say that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Shout out her. She's got a little guest house in the back. Posted. Told me she wants me to move in whenever I want. Boom. Nice. Beautiful. Anyway, one of her best friends, she's like my my auntie, Mm -hmm. uh, Tammy. Anyway, she's a chiropractor. And I think chiropractors are full of shit. Quacks. That's what I think. Yep. Quacks. Major quacks. <laughs> 100% <laughs> like, with you. Like my back was killing me from the drive up, but I just didn't want to mention it because I was like, you're not touching me. Right. I like, I don't want to have this discussion. And she was like kind of the worst like dinner. Like she was the best. She fed me, obviously. I, let me not be rude. Like there was wine. <laughs> yes. She had got me a beer. It was beautiful. But like the way she just went about it, like, you know, like, Oh, are you taking B12? Like, cause you know, like, I don't know. Oh, Can geez. I get a glass of milk? Like, like just like very much like very strong in her own opinion, you know? Exactly. And it's like, ah, it, like very much so the type to believe very strongly in chiropractor shit, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I just, I can never get behind. It just doesn't seem like, it seems like once you do it once you have to do it forever. It seems like they keep well, you stuck there. 100%. And there's the story about, I guess the guy that started it, his grandson was like a fucking snake oil salesman right. or some shit like that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, yeah, you're and he kinda like right. Yeah, took it and ran with it. So um you know? Yeah, and it's not like they're fucking medical doctors. A lot of them say doctors, but they're like doctor and some random shit. <laughs> right. My throat is killing me. My bad. Yeah, no, you're good. Um yeah, no, not not one for chiropractic. One for stretching, though, let me tell you. I, I'm almost at a full split, and by almost, I mean I'm, like, super far away. But fucking, I... You're, you're getting there. I'm getting there. Like, I could touch Better the box. Yesterday. Exactly. I could touch the box on a sit and reach right now. I could never do that in middle school. I wouldn't even get to the box. I got some long-ass arms. And legs. And legs. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> how were you at those tests back in the day? It really varied. So, like, middle school days, like, alarmingly bad. When I did it, like, I couldn't even – I couldn't touch my socks, like, my tall-ass crew socks. Jesus. It was bad. And so um, – but by the end of high school, track, all that good stuff, like, mm-hmm. I was able to touch my toes with my palms. Oh, shit. That's pretty fucking good. That's really good. Um, Maybe not in the sit and reach style, but, like, the bend-over style. But yeah. Knee straight. Still. Like, yeah. That's – um. And did you do, what did you do in track and field? Did you do like sprints and stuff or did you, you weren't hurdles, right? That was Philly. No, nah, that was Philly and Pam. But, That's right. uh, yeah, yeah. But for me, long jump, triple jump were really my shit. Mainly triple jump. Um, coach, shout out coach, uh, coach Holback, Benny boy. Dude, he was, he was the man. The more I look back on his coaching style and just like, he was just, he was just his, a dad out there. You know, doing well, his thing. And he, like, coached the people that wanted to be coached. That's the thing. He'd been around exactly. long enough. He could tell the kids that really gave a shit. And he was like, all right, I'm going to put some effort into you. Um, 
but yeah, no, he was the same way with baseball. He was the I, the best baseball coach. He would just sit there and fucking throw BP all day and just have a good time. Yeah, and there was just a handful of us, like me, Zach, Arturo. Wow, like it was just Arturo a handful. So we would like just yeah, he was a beast. But <laughs> the sickest. But long jump, triple jump. My longest triple jump was like forty four. I don't know what the is that good? Is that it's out there? It's out there a little, you know, like enough to like be competition for someone, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah. But on most days I'd be like at like 41, 42, something like that. My my biggest problem with the long jump was always getting close to the box while jumping. I would always be like <laughs> fucking six inches away from the box and just like ruining my shit. And then uh, yeah, Robertson was trying to get me. That's he was trying to get me forever in middle yeah. school. He was just like, you got to do it. And I'm like, I'm not doing track and field, brother. Get out of here. Oh, it was so he, he that middle school track and field was best because jumpers didn't have to run or do anything. That's, I remember everyone. Did, yeah, and you got to hang yeah. out with the pedophile all day, dude. It was sick, huh? Bruh, dude. Now there's a story there. I don't know how deep <laughs> we want to get into it, but fucking once upon a time, he let us borrow the camera to like take pictures or whatever. Oh boy! And like we took we took pictures just of everyone, but like someone like mooned the camera, and like he like <laughs> oh, made us. He made like a whole big speech about, hey, that's child pornography. Okay. That is a big issue. That can't happen. Yada, yada. Yes. That that is wild. That is way overstepped. And I remember in the moment being like, yo, like, relax. Yeah. I was like, it is not that bad. And like, pretty sure someone mooned it like underwear moon like right. no ass crack shown like oh it was not God. that bad do you think it's because he uh, projected exactly do you think he 100 100 percent? oh that's so bad i remember he would he would let girls get out of the mile for giving him a hug he'd be like give me a hug and you can get out of the mile like or you don't have to swim today you can sit out and tan i'm like what are we doing here like it was I mean, it was bad. Everyone, very everyone used to say it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I d- also did the four by one. So I did like 100, <laughs> 200. <laughs> but when it, came, when it came time to like, you know, like senior year, shit like that, I just did my jump, high jump, long jump, triple jump. And then I did the four by one with Hakeem and Isaiah. And. Oh, wow. I forgot about Isaiah. Shit. We were kind of nasty. Yeah, and uh, Richard Wallace, was, tell me the anchor, Richie. Well, I, I wasn't on the squad that year. Uh, that was a nasty year because Richard's a year older. You're, that oh, was a right, nasty right. – I think it was like Richard – I don't know. But I forgot who started it, but I was the third leg. Oh, nice. Hakeem would get, Hakeem would get it. He'd give it to me. I, and the third leg's the sickest because a lot of people don't know, obviously, how the track is set up when you're racing – when you're in lane eight, you start ahead. Mm-hmm. Right, because right? you make so up the distance in, on the curves. So if you're in lane, if you're in lane two, you start behind. So when when runner one hands it to runner two, you're gonna be behind. And then that difference is made up on the track in the third leg. Oh. So technically, if you're on the inner track, the third leg is the shortest amount of distance that anyone on that team is gonna be running. Right, yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, way, so yeah. people think that you're just flying and coming back, you know? Because if everyone runs at the same speed, 
if everyone runs at the same speed, then it should be what's it called? Lane eight should be ahead right. by the same distance that they were ahead at the very beginning. For sure. And then the difference is made up on the third leg. So everyone thinks that you're fucking having a come from behind victory if you're on the inside leg. <laughs> I all. see what you mean. <laughs> the long explanation just to say like everyone thinks you're making you're up that fast. ground on that that last yeah. turn is hella inside ground you're recovering. So people think you're sneaking in behind, but really you're just We were like, Oh, there's where they took the lead. <laughs> That's sick. I do like that. Um is that the anchor? Is that the fastest person usually? Or does it not matter? Uh, I don't think so. I think second is typically the fastest. Ooh. I think people like to get out. That's how we did it. Is second but, the first straightaway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. That would make sense, actually, so the, now that I think the about it. The fastest are going to go one and uh, two, and, two four, and four, for sure. Right. Um, the third, you need the athlete. <laughs> you need someone who doesn't just run in a straight line. You need someone to run the curve. You got you got to get the guy with the fucking one leg shorter that's got that auto fucking The auto, like the lean. I had a little yeah, lean. Yeah, I so lean. Nice. Um, <laughs> that is, that's kind of a fun. I, I miss doing those things in PE. Like, that that's the only time I would try in PE was like, they would do like track and field week where it was like, all right, let's, let's see, like. Put your shit on the line. I'd be like, not try all year, and then fucking had to show out. Fucking <sighs> shot put. Jim, is it too late? Is it is it too late to become uh, PE teachers? No, definitely not. Way not too late. Why have we not done that? Track and field week. That's your week at work. Dude, well, let's go. The Come problem on. with being a PE teacher is you have to deal with all the other fucking teachers. That's the real issue. It's not being a PE teacher. It's the other fucking English and stupid social <laughs> studies and all those people that think their job's actually important. It's all them that suck. <laughs> That's coming from a, a person, a family Our full of teachers. Our public educators. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm a family uh, full of teachers. School, I, private school. <laughs> no, my dad and sister are public Say educators. <laughs> my mother, yes. Nah, no, I know. That's um, classic. Uh, teachers today just think their job's way more important than it is. And it is an important job. And that's how crazy they fucking are. No, of course, dude. Everyone needs a good babysitter. <laughs> it's facts. <laughs> no, no, but uh, just even going through the teaching program at UNR, it's like looking at some of those people I was with, it was like, if this is who I have to work with the rest of my life, I'd rather be homeless. Like, honestly, I... <laughs> I would make more out of life homeless than I would just trudging through the day with those idiots. Um, yeah. But yeah. Adaptive PE. That's what I wanted to do. And then fucking San Jose Unified took it away. It was, uh, you just travel school to school teaching special ed PE. And tell me that it doesn't sound fun. Good gig. Good gig. Great gig. Getting paid to just drive around too. So half the time you're just listening to podcasts. Boom. Boom. Yeah. My favorite. Um, but yeah, uh, what else did you say? Oh, did you watch? Uh, you watch any of the uh, All Star Weekend? I didn't watch any of it live. No. I saw Mister Matt McHung <laughs> fucking <laughs> go crazy. Oh, hey, shit. shout out my Hoyas, Georgetown Hoya. Wow, um, yes, sir. that guy's a legend. Just off of the fucking vines of him just. Dunking, right back in crazy. the days, high like, school mixtapes and shit were crazy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. How do you feel about him getting called up just for the dunk competition, though? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it's not just for the dunk competition. I'm gonna say he's a good ball player, oh, God, and he deserves a spot on an NBA roster. He's not. I don't think so. I don't not. I'm not on an NBA. Probably roster. not. I, I mean, he if he's not in the G League, probably. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. That's hard for me to say. Who the fuck am I? Um, I'm I just not mad at it. I'll say that. I'm not mad at it. It made the weekend better. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, when what do you think about John ja Morant being like, I'm never doing it. It's like quit asking. I don't really like that. I think he should do it. I think he could spark it back up to the old Jay Rich days. Absolutely. I want to see Braun in it at age 42. Dude, Braun. Imagine that. That would be sick. No, ima- imagine that. He said the whole time he he doesn't do it, and then he still goes out and puts on a show at 40. He's still, Wouldn't that be nuts? Still one of the best dunkers. Braun on a breakaway is like one of the most electric things in sports. Like, I don't care how much you hate him. I hate him most of the time. It's like one of the best things ever. He makes it look easy. He really does. It's not, it's really not as easy to finish on a fast break every single time. Like he does. He fucking goes up and does it. Well, it's yeah. And And defensively. Exactly. As I was going to say, and I feel like he's huge too, but he doesn't like, he still gets up. Like most tall guys, like, look awkward dunking they have credit card hops and it's like just tossing yeah. in he's still fucking yams like there's no no doubting in that um but yeah nah um i'm not sure how i feel about the mac mcclung and all that i all-star weekends have just gotten so washed nowadays like yeah. the flag football kind of brutal mm, i thought i liked that i didn't see it i saw peyton I saw Peyton, yeah. We saw, yeah, we talked about that a little bit last We talked about that. But I thought flag football was a good idea because, like, why put pads on? They're they're literally just not going to hit, like. Yeah, why why even do it then? They should play Madden or something. Like. Now we're we're talking. Right? Like, they should do something (laughs) else. Like, flag football, it's just like, even then there's a chance you get hurt, like, rolling ankles, something stupid. If for really. if you watch the Super Bowl, the commercials are all trying to push this flag football so they can get more girls to play. Is that more really of a woman? What it is I didn't I didn't see like young girls like like kids like the kids flag football. Yeah, oh, like okay. they want they want like flag football to be like a sport that like is accessible right. for you know Everyone. not just like less a less dangerous option. You know what I mean? They want the sport to still grow and be cool and fun. Yeah, like you can play at the play at the park. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um the accessibility of it because it really <laughs> there's no lane for girls i mean you have your occasional random i don't even know i'll call yeah. them the monet davises even though yep. she was the baseball player but i was like i don't know that oh i remember yeah <laughs> yeah i was like I, that's the only girl that i know that like kind of at that young age went and played a different sport was well, successful i i mean audrey hey I said Am was successful. Just kidding. <laughs> Love you, Audrey. Love you. Nah. Uh, dude, she, she got the game-winning hit off Joe Russo one game. It was fucking iconic. Uh, <laughs> I was pitching, like, the whole game. It was, like, I think it was, like, 1-1 or something like that. And in the last inning, Joe had to go in and close it out. And Audrey, just a little base knock. RBI. Gets, hits the game-running one. Winning run in classic. Russo used to hit licks off the uh, off the pitching machine. <laughs> yes, he did. That was, dude. If you accidentally threw him a high fastball, I mean, sayonara. That kid was hitting it a freaking mile. 
But did he not play like high school ball? No, he ended up playing tennis. He was good at tennis. Yeah. Um, but I think he might have played freshman year or something. But I guess he had like I think he had a killer serve or something like that, if I remember correctly. Um just a legend though. Joe. No longer big Joe, just Joe. Just Joe. He's, he's not not so big anymore. It looks looking good. Um but yeah, that guy. Quick story. Uh <laughs> Just because I was watching Matt, Matty T's Lori's dog this past weekend and uh, taking it on walks. Just walking by Tori Method's house. I remember the one time we teepeed her house with, it was like for Joe Russo's birthday party. And me and Matt banged on the door without telling anybody and just fucking like walked off and then sprinted away. And Mitch Method came outside chasing after Joe and caught him. Like, I think, all, like, didn't even get off the property. <laughs> and it was like the greatest thing ever. And then he's like, Who, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Like, going crazy. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got away clean. It was one of, one of my more fond memories of, uh, of TPing. Yeah. Uh, we had a run in with the teepee incident with the methods as well. Really? He came to chase us. We fucking threw a teepee at him. He ate shit on the curb. Oh, oh, I remember that. I totally remember that. He was uh, we like, yeah. Nah, he's a dog. I I love him. He's the greatest guy ever, and that's why I would do the same thing. If little shits were messing in my house, I would be fucking with them. I'd be waiting yeah, up trying to go. Fucking virgin. <laughs> exactly letting them have it <laughs> letting them have it um no nah, it's good stuff um hey do you see this meteorite that landed in texas like last wednesday no bro i think it was like they said it was like this big so it's what like four by four and i think it was two and a half tons or something fucking wild like that if if I I might be I might be wrong on the size, but a two and a half ton object meteorite landed in Texas. It is like the craziest. And it wasn't thing. that big. No, I, I don't. If, for some reason, I think they said four by four. It could have been foot, but I don't think it was because I feel like shit from even outer if space it was is heavy. Yeah. Um, even if it was. But like it, yeah, like it hits the ground and you see like ring doorbells like like jiggling like like there was an earthquake. It was crazy. Um, well, and they've kind of that with the, with the spy balloon. That's where I was going to go. Crazy week. What do you what do you think all this is? I mean, it's all been in the last two weeks. All this shit's happening. They say they can't find the two objects they shot down over Alaska and Canada now. Like, well, what's going on? All right. So there's definitely a couple angles. First and foremost, a little concerning if this is a Chinese spy balloon and it got all the way to america before we shot it down right not a fan of that definitely not a fan of that i At would all. like to think that we i like i feel like we all kind of go like yeah we shoot anything down there's no way anyone could touch us and then it's just like oh here's a foreign right and who knows how long it's been there technology fucking hovering over us like what that happened fast mm-hmm. secondly i think that there's some little cold war action going on yeah. Um, in terms of some propaganda, maybe those other two balloons never existed and we were just shooting down everything out there. Big, strong, tough America. That's not a know? bad, Hey, that's not a bad call. I have not heard that take yet. Honestly. So that's the take. And then obviously third, like 
Wow. The government is listening. That's wild. He left the meeting um, in third. I mean, you can't script that stuff, folks. Uh, <laughs> let me send him a text massage. Recording, recording. Ah, okay, we're back. You and got, the third reason. Dude, is, I, that I cannot. You went on about the government and stuff, and then just whoosh, he got cut off. I mean, conspiracy. I thought you died. I thought oh. they broke in and fucking the guys in the black vests and bah, 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 they blackwatered. That's crazy. It I is. think they might have. What was that movie? The Men in Black? Men in Black. Yes. They hit me like the men in black. They hit you with the, the minesweeper. <laughs> uh, the third reason. Yeah. Let's hear it. I don't even know. Well, the, the third reason is my gut instinct tells me Russia slash China, maybe together, are definitely interfering with American society. Hmm. Like a, like a Cold War style where they're not attacking us militarily. They're doing things like the TikTok or like right, the playing the long game or like creating division and polarization or things like that. Yeah. And I think they've both kind of acknowledged that they were going to do. You know what I mean, I, they haven't said explicitly what they're going to do, but like their policies have said like, this is what we're doing, especially Russia. They're like, we'll play the 20, 30, 40, 50 year game. We don't care. Like eventually it's going to work out, which is kind of sketch. Cause like you said, I mean, you don't know what it's going to be next, but you got to think and that then, there's something. And then I think back and I'm like, Oh shit. Stalin. Right. Mm-hmm. That's in the, tw- the 1920s. Yeah. Not really that long ago. There's a lot of, it's one human ago. We're left in this century for a war. Yeah. We are due. <laughs> we are fucking due for a world war. Big time. And it's kind of, I mean, not to say that we're not already in one, but like, I mean, what the fuck? We're kind of already in one to like the lowest degree. I mean, what we're supplying one, right? It's like, at what point do are we considered in it? Right. Well, that yeah, exactly. You're talking Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, but this isn't a, but, a political podcast because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, no, it's good. I I was thinking earlier. I was like, we should talk about like somewhat current events. You know, kind of mm-hmm. just whatever. Give our little idiot two cents on whatever. The fuck <laughs> exactly. Goes on in the world, but there's a part of me that's nervous that America's still so young that there's just because the American experiment has worked so far with a lot of help from, I don't know, like war, you know, like yeah. benefiting like world war and like political power and shit like that. Like we've done well so far, but that's the only like, reason China's we been, have power. China's been, been around sports. for a million years, unless I'm mistaken. Like how long has it like, right with all their dynasties? I mean, I don't know about a million, but yeah, I mean, they go back thousands and thousands for sure of how many dynasties they have. Like gunpowder is invented there. They have things that were like, the start of civilization, um, and we just have democracy, which it's not even really. It's representative democracy, but we all know that. Right, but once people stop believing in that, then it's just like, uh-oh. Things can kind of unru- 
things I feel like everyone already knows it. Like everyone already mm-hmm. kind of feels it. Like, the lack of belief in our like political institutions and shit like that. Half the people you ask when who are you voting for, they're like, that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's especially in like California and stuff. And it's like, it's probably true to a degree, but at the same time, like it, it's, it definitely matters. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And there's a wide acknowledgement. There's a wide acknowledgement that like all the politicians are crooked and don't really have our best interests at heart. It's like once that's really kind of like the popular belief, like the majority belief, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know if you like, if you were to look at the end of the Roman Empire, and I'm just probably re- repeating what I heard on like YouTube or whatever, <laughs> yeah, that's but exactly like what I you do. would see like you would see like mass like addiction, right? Like uh, like mass like I don't know like kind of hopelessness in society and mm-hmm. shit like that. And we're seeing some of that for sure, like or yeah. division within and shit like that. But definitely the mass drug addiction part. So well, and like it's- social misery. Exactly. And that and I feel like some of that is driven from not having not I don't want to say having hard lives because obviously some people do, but like there's not like life threatening issues that we're facing every day. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of time to be able to sit there and give a shit, which I feel like back way I mean God knows how many years ago they didn't really have that time like they were always on edge there was always something they could be doing to to better their survival and we're just comfortable 24 7 a lot of us not all of us obviously yeah. but but uh, if you you know if you're riding a skateboard you can only coast for so long before you got to kick again yeah. you know and I feel like it just had some strong momentum you know moment and we just maybe you forget how to kick and I don't think they ever stopped kicking in China <laughs> That's uh, that's fair. I mean, uh, I know they're having population issues. I think they're on their first ever population decline or something like that. Like, but uh, I heard too. Like, I hear two things. I hear one: they're like super advanced, like definitely super on the ball, super sharp, mm-hmm. super all this shit. And then on the other end, it's like their society's gonna fall apart within the next fifty years. Right. And it's like, I, I listened to that guy on the Joe Rogan who was talking about China falling apart in like the next like 100 years or 50 years, something like that. Um, but yeah, like a depopulation issue. And then uh, also he was talking about how like they, a lot of their stuff, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> a lot of... <laughs> I'm using my... my, uh, my next stick, <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, no, just uh, a lot of their stuff's also copycat. You know what I mean? They're they're boosting a lot of their patents and like a lot of the stuff they don't come up with on their own. So it's like if they don't have access to it. How how much of it would they come up with on their own? That I don't know. Um, they probably would just take longer, but I don't know. I I try not to fucking pay attention to that stuff as bad as it is. It just it gets yeah. too chaotic. I get too frustrated. I feel that man. Yeah, um, but let's get into the draft. Let's do it. I'm ready. It's time. Um, we're gonna be doing a holiday draft, just drafting holidays. I mean, pretty highly anticipated. Well, highly anticipated. I feel like it's pretty straightforward today. Um, but yeah, uh, let's give it a let's give it a rip. Um, with the first pick of the 2023 holiday draft. Wow. 
clock just struck eight o'clock. We love that. Um, I will be selecting Christmas. <sighs> you know why? We, we dedicated a whole draft to it. Exactly, and that's that's the reason why we dedicate a whole month to it. Um, and and then some. I mean, some kooks have their fucking Christmas trees into the February. Uh, but it's just a big. Big holiday, big month. You get to give presents. You get to get presents. What's there not to love? Presents, giving presents, getting presents, lights, ugly Christmas sweaters, Christmas dinner, seeing family and friends. Check, 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 and check. I think those all made yeah. the list. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, Christmas is a fun one. Uh, I get – it's it's usually, like, even before Christmas, I just get so sick and tired of the fucking Christmas music, though. That's the one thing that just grinds the old gears. Um, yeah. But, overall, I mean – Sorry, listeners. Go ahead. <laughs> no, as a, I, I was going to say was a big Christmas guy. As a, as a Irish Catholic man myself, I feel like I have to be. Yeah, and as the as the as the Jewish frequent guest of this show, I got to say, I love the Christmas spirit. I get really into it. Love the music. Love the lights. Love the jolly. Here for all of it. I celebrate Christmas as an American. Love that. Um, I was going to ask. Uh, I just remembered. Do you remember the first time you celebrated Christmas? Not particularly, no. Damn. Do you? No. I wasn't old enough. I just thought because maybe Allison, you know what I mean? Like there was something where Allison kind of like, I got my first Christmas. Yeah, but you were too old at that point. Yeah, I don't really remember. Not like that. Yeah, there was no like coming down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what I was curious about. Um, And you guys don't do that for Hanukkah? You don't come down the stairs to see your parents gifted you a great present? Bro, I don't know how other Jewish families do it, but it was not a gift holiday in Hanukkah. Really? Like, like we're talking T-shirts. We're talking a bottle of hot sauce. (laughs) A jar of mayo. Like, we're talking, yeah, it's not... Yeah, we just weren't that big of a gift giving family. I don't think it was more like you know your everyday life is your gift. You know, right. you guys got to feel that. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, nice. Uh, dreidels, wow, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Josh, you made it out of clay. And when I tried to spin it, I don't know the rest. Sorry. Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of gum. And when I tried to spin it, it stuck right to my thumb. Uh, I I see those little Jewish. Uh, I don't even call them nursery rhymes. What what would you call those jingles? <laughs> I don't know. They just go right five thousand years. Five thousand years of beautiful tradition from Moses to Sandy Kopech. Wow, Sandy didn't play on Saturdays. Could have had many more dubs in the career. Just said. Oh, didn't play in the World Series. I didn't know that. Miss I mean, the I World guess it would Series make sense for young people. Miss the World Series start. That's. Legendary. I mean, he started the game, so I always thought the story was but kind of bullshit. But. Nah, missing a spot in the rotation in like a series like that's huge, especially if it's like, like game f- three. You know what I mean? Where he's going to be pitching game six, and now that backs him up. Um, ah, crazy. There you go. Didn't know that. All right, let me hit him. Let's hear it. I look forward to this holiday every single year. As soon as it's done, I wish it was here again. Thanksgiving. 
Wow, another we, one with a dedicated draft. We have a dedicated draft for this, and that's because it's all time, you know? I've been going, I've been lucky enough to go to the same exact Thanksgiving dinner location for every year for 26 years. Really? I didn't know that. I've been to once at my Aunt Miriam in Belmont. Classic, you know, inside the doorway markings of how tall you are. <laughs> no way. <laughs> the that's kind of fun. Yeah. Downstairs, do Sam used to live in the basement, had his drum set and shit like that. Oh, jeez. Now he's been in the city for a decade. It's like, damn, time flies. But that's great. You know, I'm, I am I think I like to consider myself the uh, the drinker. Yeah. The drinker of the fam. I'm, the, I'm the one that's like, are we partying or no? Like, you know what I mean? It's do you have like, to bring the booze for your family? Or is there usually some there? There's usually some there. That's I don't know. My, she's pretty particular about like bringing stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. I see. Like, uh, why don't you tell me? You know, this guy's working my plan. Like, I have a plan. You know. But, oh, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Mashed potatoes, fan favorite. What is? I mean, do I really need to say much for the Thanksgiving? It's just family and seeing the boys, and it's a good time. Love that. No, you don't have to say any more. But uh, on the drums thing, is the drums like the worst instrument you can buy your kid? I think it's the best instrument you can buy your kid. Really? If you know how to play drums, you could get a whole party started, dude. Like, you're sick. How how often are there drums at a party if you're not at the Dumas house? I mean, how, how often? I guess you're right about that. But, like, I guess there's not many opportunities to show off. You just got to be in a band. True, true. But, Being in a band playing drums would be sick. But like drums are just sick. Like, but you know how annoying that would be. Fucking being the parent as a kid learning how to play drums, just fucking smashing shit so loud. To, to me, drums are the best standalone instrument. You can create what is familiar music with drums. I could party to someone just playing drums. I can't party to someone just playing piano. It's hard to party to someone playing guitar. I mean, or you disagree about guitar? What? No, I was gonna say I think you could do it to someone playing the guitar, but now that you say it, it's kind of when someone whips out a guitar, everyone's like, "Yo, who the fuck is this guy?" It's not like a sick thing. <laughs> this guy's about to get John Belushi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Little speedball for you. Um, yeah. Nah, but maybe the drums. Actually, I think the flute would be shit too, because that thing's mobile. At least with the drums, you could close it in a room. But like, if you had a kid, fucking, you know what I mean? You really you got a whole lot of jam going. Like, I feel all like, you need is someone drums yeah. to take the mic. And I feel like drums are just uh, in the DNA. You just drums are natural. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Fans always had it. They don't make sense to me at all. Neither do I. I mean, my cousin's a drummer. He teaches drum and like a marching band and stuff like that. So he does like the drum line drum. And like, it's crazy to like watch like how it like bounces off and like shit like that. It's like, I don't, I could never. Dude, the drum battles are nasty. <laughs> they need to bring those back. Drum battles, rap battles. They start flipping the sticks. Like they start getting all saucy <laughs> with it. Like, <laughs> uh, drum line. What a, what a movie. Nick Cannon. Wild and out, that guy is. Um, just had his, just had his thirteenth child. That's ridiculous. How about wrap up, Nikki boy? Just, just for us, he's helping the depopulation problem. We respect you. 
Doing um, the Lord's work. Doing the Lord's work. I'm going to hit the tones. Ooh, with the second round pick of the 2023 holiday draft, I will be selecting the 4th of July. Wow. Saw it coming, Jim. What? I saw it coming. Did you? Wow. And that's the thing. I feel like it's just the Christmas of Christmas of summer. Hey, everyone's got the day off. We're celebrating freedom. I mean, everyone's doing stuff. We're barbecuing. It's just, I mean, no presents, but a barbecue, pools. What's what's there not to love about the 4th of July, man? Dude, spend it on a lake, a pool, something, some body of body water. Of needs water. To be- yeah. 100%. Um, well, what was that? <laughs> I, oh, you never seen that? That's uh, like, uh, have you seen what's? Uh, it's not Pictionary. What's the other stupid game where uh, you do the you can't talk? Yeah. Um, but that's how you let someone know you got the first word. First word. Charades. What is it? Charades. Charades. Yes, 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 yes. Movie. Two words. You got it. You got it. Uh, no, 4th of July is the GOAT, though. I mean, had some bad ones in my life, don't get me wrong, but some great ones out there. Yeah, what was your favorite 4th of July? What's the what's the first memory that comes to mind? Honestly, it was like a random ass. It was the one we went to Tahoe, but it was like uh, the first time we all went to Tahoe in that like tiny, it wasn't a tiny house, it was like a two-story house, but everyone was sleeping everywhere. Maddie T threw up in the bathtub and it smelled like hot dog. Yeah, and I wasn't even supposed to go. That's the best part. Like, it was like the 11th hour. Mark, uh, Pontier, and Andy were loading up the car and they're like, just come. Like, no one's going to care. Like, like you don't need a bed. And I was like, ah, should I? And they're like, yeah. And so I literally (laughs) packed in five minutes, just got my shit together and Fucking went. It was so good. Just got a loaf of PB and J. I was dirt poor. Got a loaf of bread, yep. some PB and J, and just fucking oh. ate that for a weekend. So good. <laughs> That's the best. And that was the weekend when Katie got traded to the Warriors. Katie got yes, exactly. Or was that the next? Yeah, I'm yep. pretty sure that was. That was yeah. And on the Fourth of July, I didn't even like you guys. All went to the beach. I think I dropped people off at the. No, you had a party bus. I was supposed really? to, yeah, you guys had like a bus or we something. Big. What the fuck? I know, ridiculous. But I think I was supposed to, you had a party bus picking you up. So I dropped you off and then me and Mark just went back to the house and watched, I mean, nothing happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> uh, and we just watched the Giants game all day and literally just like fucking, he's like, oh, you want a hot dog? And we just made hot dogs, fucking watch the Giants game. Sickest. Just a perfect 4th of July. That's the best, dude. Yeah. That's that's about as good as the Fourth of July gets, dude. Watching some Giants baseball. Exactly. I mean, can't beat it. Um, had a bad one though. I, you know, I bite my fingernails like bad. I trying to stop New Year's resolution. They don't look great, but we're getting there. Um, but my finger got infected, and it like literally swelled up to like the size of a donut. Oh, it was so bad, and uh, I had to go to the ER and get it drained. The night of the 4th of July. So there's people in there fucking probably (laughs) missing fingers and shit from fireworks. And here I am because I bit my nails fucking with a finger infection. Stupid ass. Good stuff, though. All right, let me hit them. Let's hear it. 
for my next holiday in this holiday draft. Uh, I know it's all chalk so far, but I'm going Halloween. Wow. Now, great when you're a kid. Better when you're an adult. Really? I think the opposite. Why, why better when you're an adult? I mean, that's probably some of the best parties of the year as an adult when you're going to have just maybe even just like close friends over and just like kind of have a small little everyone wear costume type shit or like yeah that is fun i don't know like the excuse <laughs> for a full-grown adult to ask. like we take the costumes almost more seriously as adults than i did especially in like the tweener ages exactly but, too cool for costumes and shit that's how i felt no, no one's too cool for a costume everyone's like why don't i wear a costume every day and i think that's actually a great question we all need to ask ourselves I feel like we are kind of wearing costumes every day, are we not? Is that not live? Right. I mean, That's not, what to I'm get, saying. not to get. If deep. you think about it, like you know, are we thinking about like this is my day to fully go crazy and express myself uniquely? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily like Batman, but like you know, wear a onesie. You know, like right. wear you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, wear the furry jacket, like. Yeah, that's a. I I mean I've never really even contemplated that shit. I just kind of wear whatever, but. That is a good thought. Um, Halloween, though, what's the favorite? What's your favorite thing you ever dressed up as for Halloween? That's a good question. I mean, maybe it's just recency bias, but it was a couple years ago. Outside Lands was on Halloween because of the COVID shift or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, I just wore a top hat and a nice little kind of like jacket, nothing particular. But I was just telling people all day that I was Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> Do you and that's know what, what I, he looked like. Exactly. Who does? <laughs> no one does. And that's, and that's what I realized is that an author, a famous author, is a great choice if you don't have a costume and you're pulling up to a party. Do something slightly unique, yeah. like a top hat. Do something <laughs> slightly unique, and just say a name that everyone knows, but no one knows what they look I'm like. I'm Shel Silverstein. Come on, you don't know me, Shell Silverstein. Oh, come on, bro, you don't read. Read a book, man. Read a book. Um, um, I like that though. I always try to get uh, as borderline costumes as possible. Like I tried to be. Uh, I like turtles. That kid, remember that video? Yeah. I was him, and yeah. no one knew who it was, and it was just like a complete bummer. I was like, "Fuck, I have face paint on." And <laughs> no, no, even when you said I like turtles, I mean they knew then. <laughs> But it was <laughs> it was hard to work that into conversation. You don't say. You don't say they knew you were the I like turtles guy when you said I like turtles. <laughs> That's what I mean. You don't say they knew that. Yeah. But even then, it was a stretch. Um, that was fun. Yeah, the I I like what you said though. I I used to not take it serious at all. Not that I take it serious, but it is fun to to have a day to to fuck around. Um, I like that. Hollow's Eve. Pencil it in. All right. Let's hear it. Ooh, okay. Now we're getting down to... I feel like those are like the big four. <laughs> no, I th- those are the big four, aren't they? Um, there's one left that we get a nice little break for. That's what I base everything around is days off. You know me. I like a, a good missing work for no reason. So I'm going to go ahead and select... Uh, New Year's. I'm not going to say Eve or Day. I'm just taking the New Year as a whole holiday, and I hope that's fine. Is it a great call? Um, and I, I mean, we kind of talked about it. Another one we had a podcast on. We did some resolutions. Um, 
that's a good one. Um, kind of the reason I like New Year's. And I start my resolutions whenever, but like I feel like when we get towards those like latter months, I'm always starting to think, okay, what do I want to start doing? What do I want to start doing? And putting it into play. But uh, yeah, if you're ever uh, struggling, I feel like a nice New Year gets you right back on track. Absolutely. And, and where do you like to be on New Year's Eve? Are you a watching the ball drop guy? Are we knee deep in some pussy? Nah, what do we? I honestly, if ideally, <laughs> I I know it's hard for. Uh, that's like the one where I feel obligated to go out. I feel obligated yeah. to be with people just because I like. It's the start of a new year. I don't want to start it off being a loser by myself, but I prefer to be by myself. So it's like, in general, I don't yeah. really uh, think of it as being a loser too much when I'm just fucking home chilling. But, uh, yeah, that's the one where I feel like I got to go out and at least uh, try and do something. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. What What about you? What's your New Year's regiment usually like? I don't know. I'm, I'm really a go-with-the-flow guy, kind of wherever there's, I guess, a big group of people. I'm not the best at making plans mm-hmm. for New Year's Eve. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess in the club is kind of where I find myself with – there's like not a, not a worse place for me. I can't do loud. You know what crazy. I think the good. You know what I think the move is on a New Year's Eve hmm. is to just go to your bar, That's, like your local bar, a bar you go all the time. It'll be more lit than it usually is. Right. There's yeah exactly a few more people. I honestly like like a house, not even a party, like fifteen twenty people perfect number at somebody's house. I mean that's house like, party is the move. Like for my Year's. ideal. Not too, because once it starts getting crazy, it's like you don't want to have to worry about getting like loud and shit. And it's like, I hate loud part. I want to be able to like talk to somebody. That's it's like fucking so annoying having to scream and your throat's fucking all the next day. Um, but yeah, house party. That would, that would be my go to. Um, let me hit the tones. New Year's. Hit it. All right, so the next holiday for me on this list is going to be Valentine's Day. Wow. Loverboy Jay has entered the chat. I mean, I love getting girls flowers. I love how... Yeah, love that shit. Say it. Um, what did nah, you do this past Valentine's Day? I know you wanted to. I knew we were going. Um, what did you do uh, this past 14? flowers. Yeah, I'm sure. What's the difference between uh, no? What, what's the joke? What's better than uh, God? I forget it. Roses on my piano, tulips on my organ. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. even that one. Uh, <laughs> but no, I like it. And you know, I think for Valentine's Day, hopefully you've been dating someone for a little while before you do anything. That's Keep the tricky home. thing. Cook some dinner. Ooh. Draw a bubble bath. You know what I mean? We don't have to go out. Everyone's out there making crazy reservations. Nah. <laughs> Not you. You're you're a stay-at-home, cook-some-dinner guy? Yeah, on Valentine's Day. And now, are you cooking or calling it in? No, I'm cooking. Wow. What's your go-to? Did you cook this year? I did. So, Everything I just mentioned I did this year. Damn. What'd you cook? I cooked a little bit of rice. Nice. All right, and then I had the jalapenos. I did a little stuffed jalapeno, 
wrap that onion ring. We were getting creative. In <laughs> I that. like that. Fuck yeah. And um, then I had like um, a little pesto pasta, a little tomato sauce pasta. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of the deal. That sounds phenomenal. I mean, look at Chef Landers. Who who would have thought? I mean, keep it simple, dude. Rice and soy sauce is like half a meal. Yeah, and it's fucking so good. I mean, hard to fuck up. And I can it's eat so that good. all day, Jake. I, I mean, literally, yeah. I could eat that all fucking day. It's crazy. I don't even need anything else. But then you just cook up these veggies, right? And like, I'm a big season it while it's in the water guy. Ooh, so you're seasoning so we got, water? Tell me, is this a thing or not? I'm or is sure this it how, is. Like, it's like a broth, right? Passionate. What? Creates a broth, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm not. I sauce it up heavy. I sauce it up heavy. I in like there. that. And get the veggies in there, cook it nice. Boom, laid on top of the rice. We're cooking. But um, yeah, Solid. Valentine's Day because you know, got to keep your hearts open out there. Yeah, not one for me. It's my brother's birthday that day, so I always get a nice little planned in out. So. I mean, never, never hurt nobody. Absolutely, um, back door. Hey, <laughs> not <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> not, not <laughs> after dinner on Valentine's Day. At least as things get messy. <laughs> um, no, I like it. V Day. Look at yeah, little lover boy. Lover boy. Um. Alrighty. Well, with the next one, I, I mean. This is ridiculous. I should take Hanukkah just because you haven't taken it yet, and I know you're saving it it's for It's not going to get taken by me. Wow. I, I mean, respect overrated. that. Uh, overrated for me, too. I've never celebrated it. I have at your house. Never celebrated it for myself. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with St. Patrick's Day. Um, wow. And this is another big, I feel like, Late or I mean early twenties to like mid thirties, bigger holiday. Um, I'm not a big drinker these days, but I think Terry O'Hara might have given me my first shot ever of like some low grade alcohol on St. Patrick's Day way back in the day. Um, just legendary. Oh, that's an awesome! I can see it right now. That's fucking awesome. Like Pat was hounding him for it. Like, oh, Dad, give us, give us a. I forget what it was. God. I'll remember it. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like a liqueur or something like that, but still something. Um, yeah, and an Irishman, you got you to gotta have it on my list. Absolutely. Great call. Great call. Um, St. Patty's Day memories. I just remember I celebrated it in Spain one year, you know, Ooh. and that was – Do they celebrate you know, I it? To- I mean, I guess, huh? I guess they would. Like, there's people there. Like, it's a thing. Like, Americans were there, whatever. The Irish pubs were popping. So, spent, spent all day in the Irish pub, drank one Guinness, was like, yeah, I did yeah. it just to say I did it. Like, can I get a, let me get a lager? Exactly. Yeah, Guinness is overrated as fuck. Not a fan. Um, maybe just because I haven't had it in Ireland, but not for me. But, yeah, St. Paddy's Day, St. Freddy's Day, Patrick Hawkins, shout out. Uh, let me hit the tones for you. Go for it. All right. So with my fourth pick in this draft, I'm going to be taking Yom Kippur. So for those that don't know, it happens kind of like a week after the Jewish New Year. 
And what is it? Uh, what is it celebrating? It's a day of reflection. So it's the most important, highest holiday in the Jewish religion. It's the most important one. It's the day you don't eat anything, you don't drink anything, and you take all day to just reflect on the past year, how you've been to others, what you want to change, what you want to keep, what you want to get rid of. That's kind of nice. I feel like uh, we don't really have anything like that in Catholicism. Not that I'm a fucking practicing Catholic, but there's not. I mean, we have like confession, but there's not like a a holiday dedicated to it unless I'm just a shitty fucking Christian, which, again, I'm trying to think. Isn't there like possible. for uh, they put chalk on your head? Oh, Ash Wednesday. Ash, yeah, not Ramadan, but there's like, you give something, Lent, Lent. Lent, oh, 40 days, yes, 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 yeah. When that, Jesus fasted for 40 days. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. Great call. Thanks for checking me on that. Jesus fasted for 40 days to repent and think on things. Yeah. There Look you at go. you, fucking, you knew the New Testament. I thought you only knew the old guy. I, 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 I'd be... <laughs> Lucky to know either. I don't know either, but Legend. I have the old. I got the old guy right here, though. I love that. And I, and I got a big bad boy, five hundred page textbook, the history of the Jewish people and Jewish values. Wow, so, that's kind of cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. They're two separate, like five hundred pages. Are they so like I don't know uh, I'm gonna... coffee table books? Can you like leave them out? I mean, obviously. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I'm, I'm developing my library, Jim. I love that. Every person like, needs a good library. Even if I don't read these books, like, in the next decade, I'm going to keep them with me everywhere I go. Oh, that's cool. That's Wow, that's fatty. fatty. <sighs> Those are big boys. We're back. We're back. All right. Let's bang this out. Recording, recording, recording. Nice. Okay. Um, I don't even know where we left You're- off. Chop. Yom Kippur um, was round four. Let me hit the tones for round five. Now, this one, I was going back and forth because I don't know what to pick. We're kind of getting down to the nitty-gritty. There's Labor Day. There's Hanukkah, which I still kind of want to take just to get all my my Jewish friends on board here, but I won't. I'm going to take the hundredth day of school, which was a huge holiday for us back at St. Lucy's. Oh, never heard of it. Oh my God. A hundredth day of school. The most fucking fun shit ever. It's just a big party. It was, it was basically to, to let you know you were, uh, what is it ended up being like, I don't know, more than halfway done with school, but you get to bring in a hundred of something. Um, and my thing was always be like pennies or nails or screws. Kind of a fun day. And you get to sit there and count them out. It was when we were younger in school, obviously. Um, like second through like kindergarten. Um, that was my toss away one. But uh, yeah, hundredth day of school. Always a fucking good time. Um, beats the shit out of Labor Day in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, did you guys ever have any weird shit like that that you would celebrate at school, like random? Mm, no, the walkathon is all I could like think mm, of. Yeah, we did one of those too, but ours was nothing like you guys. You guys would do yours on like a weekend. It was like a huge ordeal. Um, yeah, Kenny set the record. 
I was next to him when he got the trophy. Does, does he still have the record? Do we know? Uh, probably not. I'm just going to go with no, but. Um, unfortunate would be legendary. Um, yeah, that's mine. hundred days school pencil it in. It's a fun one. Let me tell you, I don't care if people have never heard of it. I believe you. I like um, how specific. Yeah, no, no, I just, I couldn't think of anything else. I didn't want to go with labor day. It just sounds like a cheesy ass. I'm not, I'm not a labor man. You know what I mean? Not for the unions. Um, but here are the tones for your fifth. Give it to us. With my fifth and final pick, I'm going to go with Memorial Day weekend. Memorial wow. Day. Wow. That's fucked up. What? That's fucked what? up. You're playing to the heartstrings. You don't care about Memorial Day. I do, actually, because I was going to tell a story, a heartfelt story. Let's so every it. Memorial Day, as a kid, we would go and visit my grandpa's grave. That would be the day where we would go and see my grandpa, who served. Pandering. Go on. Who was ready to die for cunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's sick though. I mean, respect, love, love that. What did he serve in? Do you remember what branch? Ooh, nasty. I don't know the specifics though. That's fine. Um, that's sick. grandma did too. Your grandma did. What did she do? She's a nurse. Oh, I got stories. President Eisenhower kissed her on the cheek before she... he was president. Jeez, did she? Say... And now I'm starting to think maybe was that their polite way of saying they fucked. I mean, it sounds like I don't want to. I don't want to put that on your grandmother. She sounds like a great woman. Is she still alive? No, no, she's not. She's not. But rest in peace. But very sexually liberated woman. There's another story of how she was on a ship. <laughs> Shout out my grandma. She was on a ship, and something went wrong, and she was able to save the day because the only two people that were up were her and the captain up in the top deck. <laughs> that is such a lie. <laughs> no, it's not. They told the story at her ninetieth. Her and the captain were up at the top deck, and so they. I haven't. I don't. I don't remember the specifics, but it, the specifics are important. You know. I mean, are important. It just that's another one where is is that just their polite way of saying, you know? No, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's it's class. I don't have that relationship with my grandmother, so congratulations for. <laughs> um, I mean, the story was told in front of. All oh, I love that. That's friends. a classic story. <laughs> and you just imagine if she was on the Titanic, they would be in a whole different situation right now. That's how I imagined it. That's literally how I imagined it. Yeah, she probably but, saved um, it from Bergs. Yeah, um, the honorable mention. What I was gonna go with for my fifth pick was gonna be Black History Month. But I was like, that's not a holiday, is it? I feel that. No, I would say it's not. I would have I would have given it to you, but I would have given you a lot of shit. I knew for you would have. I would have given you I a lot of shit. I knew you would have. Exactly. Um, I knew you would have given it to me because, you, yeah, you could not give it to me in February. I mean, exactly. Yeah. It would have been hard. I would have looked like a, a racist yeah. uh, in, in light <laughs> terms. <laughs> yeah. The other one I was thinking was Easter. Easter is a fun one. We always used to get hats and shit for Easter, but it's just a super Catholic holiday. So it's like, yeah, not I a lot thinking, of people celebrating. Yeah, exactly. But I'm Moses. I want to name my first son Moses, by the way. Wow. Real, real, real quick before we let the people go here, can mm-hmm. I just off the future kids of mine? Yes, please. All right. Zana, daughter. Zana, with a Z or an X? 
with a Z. Z A N A. Zana. Zana. Moses. Or Mo. Mo. Oh, okay. Luau. First Mr. Name. Dang. Lu- Luau. Like Luau Dang or like Lu Alcinder? Yeah. I used to think his name was Luau. We got Luau. Luau. We got Jermaine. We call him Mamie. Mm-hmm. Mamie. Jesus Hen- Christ. <laughs> Hendrix. I like Hendrix. You see this wall? Call him, call him Henny. Yeah. Jimmy right there. Um, I like that. And then, and then the last one is Quincy. Just because it sounds so good. Quincy, <laughs> it's got to be your fifth child. If you have five, you got to name it Quincy. Yeah, Quincy, right? Yeah, that's perfect. That would actually fit. That's sick. Um, I like that. That's a good lineup. Um, well, let me run down this draft real quick. Um. For me, you have Christmas, 4th of July, New Year's, St. Paddy's Day, and 100 Days School. Let me tell you, that's going to be a big hit online. People are going to kill me for it. I love it. Um, and then for yours, we have Thanksgiving, Halloween, Valentine's Day, Yom Kippur, and Veterans Day. The family men out there know exactly who to vote for. I mean, The husband's out there. If it wasn't for my last pick, I might just switch my last. I might edit all this out and switch my last pick just, just because. <laughs> um, but no, you're right. I mean, you got all the uh, the important ones, the, the sappy ones, goal, you know, <laughs> um, uh, which I respect. No, you you, you chose well. Um, I respect it. All righty. Well, I'm gonna uh, put these up. And we'll have a nice little vote. I don't want to say that I cleaned up last time and people were killing your... It was the sibling draft. And people were just killing you for your football knowledge. They said you left a lot on the table. I said, I'm not the football guy here. So don't point fingers. I really did. I know. People I didn't even think of. who are the football guys? Who did I leave on the table for football? Uh, Well, the Kelsey's. uh, Oh, the Kelsey's. The Watts. The uh, I forget. Oh, so the Gronkowskis. Bad. Yeah, there's the Gronk. <laughs> yeah, the Lopez brothers. Exactly. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like I, I, I did the same too. I mean, those three beat like my bottom two. It's crazy. But uh, that's why these are fun. See where we messed up. I want to have Kenny on. Kenny and Medina want to come on. And if you two are listening, we're gonna do a candy draft. I feel like that's the perfect one for those oh. two. My and whether God. we do like fruit candy or oh what? All right, y'all. Until next time, peace. Mm-hmm.